and despite the passage of years, that forever September morning. It is a harrowing document of what crumbles without and within, one that reverberates well after the reading. Dan Rather, New York City, November 2007 An Introduction to Bike Man by Professor John V. Fleming Tom Flynn's Bike Man is a vivid eyewitness account of the events at the World Trade Center immediately following the attack on the morning of September 11, 2001. Among the thousands of strange tales from that day, few are stranger than his. He was a kind of literary or journalistic first responder who rushed by bicycle the short distance from his home in Lower Manhattan to the burning skyscrapers, barely escaping immolation or entombment in the collapse of the South Tower. Bikeman is no less striking in its form than in its content, for it is written in a kind of searing free verse that attempts to impose some discipline on raw emotion without denying its intensity. Few readers will have encountered anything like Bikeman before. I myself, who have spent a lifetime reading poetry in its protean varieties, have not before encountered its like. An epic poem about 9-11? Except in a few limited venues not always encouraging ones, song lyrics and greeting card verse come to mind, poetry has lost broad popular appeal. This is not the place to speculate as to why poetry in America has come to seem to the general reader, if that person still exists and still reads poetry at all, as academic and hierophantic. Perhaps it has something to do with contemporary poetry's excessively academic and hierophantic tendencies. What is particularly striking to any student of literary history is not that our age is an age of prose, for that there are excellent explanations. But the demise of poetry is no necessary corollary of the primacy of prose. Why has our age so thoroughly marginalized poetry? The virtual disappearance of extended narrative poetry is especially baffling. At its heart, literature is story, and from time immemorial those who wrote, recited, or repeated great stories sought the beauty, the dignity, the prestige of poetry in which to relate them. This is true in most of the world's cultural traditions. In our own, we got the famous stories of the Trojan War and the wanderings of Ulysses and the wanderings of Aeneas. So great was the association of poetry with story that form and content sometimes seemed inseparable. The Roman poet and literary critic Horace could actually suggest that the only appropriate subject of elevated poetry was the Trojan War. Bikeman, obviously, is about another war and another kind of war. The fiendishly improvised bombs that felled the Trade Center buildings were not the fatal beauty that burnt the topless towers of Ilium. But the two stories share more in common than death by falling rubble. Nor is narrative poetry restricted to the grandeur of the epic form or of high culture. From the 16th century until sometime in the 19th, the genre of the topical ballad printed in broadsheet or in pamphlet enjoyed a huge popularity. Famous crimes, and especially the public executions to which they led, stories of natural disasters and prodigies, 
accounts of strange meteorological phenomena, the contemporary equivalent of the material found in our supermarket tabloids and some daytime television shows, all this was vigorously versified and, often enough, set to music to be chanted in the streets and public houses. These works were journalism in verse, and so is Bikeman. That tradition was still alive in sublime or ridiculous form into the twentieth century. For the former, take a look at McGonagall's poem on the Tay Bridge disaster of 1879. More sublime is Hardy's haunting The Convergence of the Twain, in which the proud ship Titanic and its icy murderer move blindly toward their rendezvous. Though it is far more than that, Bikeman is a disaster ballad unlike any you have ever read. A professor of literature might identify the genre of Flynn's poem, I suppose, as that of the Apillion or...